We're live. Hey guys, how's it going? So it is the third episode of the Listen and Lattes Morning Show. And today I'm going to go over the very first part when we start bringing people in for our full day visionary consulting sessions. We bring people in and the first question we ask is, what are your core values? We give people the homework ahead of time so they have time to think about it. But usually people come in and they're like, I'm not quite sure. Even if they have had a business for a while and they, you know, did the whole mission statement, create a purpose, all of that in the beginning, sometimes people come in and they feel like their their core values maybe have shifted or they're just not sure if they still resonate with the company. Um, and so I want to dive in a little bit today about why we even do this work and why it's so important and why we start with it. Um, I have some clients that I'm working with now, actually, that we are developing core values today in our meeting. Um, we're going to finalize them. We're doing kind of step three after I tell you about the steps. Um, because just because of the company has been around for almost five years, they never sat down and really defined what those core values are. And they were noticing that when they're doing their hiring, when they're selecting new locations, when they are trying to find the perfect client for themselves, when they're trying to create their messaging or their social media marketing, we all want a North Star to guide us on those decisions. And those that North Star are your core values. Is Are you expressing these values every time you make a piece of content, every time you make a decision in your business, every time you hire someone new, you should always go back to your core values and make sure they're aligned with the decisions that you're making. And it makes things easier, to be honest. It, it makes it to where you're not having to just throw spaghetti at the wall and guess a lot of times. You're starting at least a little bit ahead of the curve by knowing what you stand for as a company. So I've written down here a couple of businesses that I really like. Um, I found their core values online. So Barnes & Noble was a great one. Um, they focus on customer service, on quality, on empathy, on respect, integrity, responsibility, and teamwork. So with a company like that, obviously as a customer, I might not notice responsibility necessarily, or I might not um, necessarily notice something like respect. Unless I have interactions with the staff, generally when I go into Barnes & Noble, I'm just like, you know, no one talked to me, I'm just in my zone. But if you do have any kind of interaction with anyone that works at Barnes & Noble, you will actually notice that everyone treats each other with respect, they treat you with respect as a customer, and they take responsibility. So even if it's not their department, I've never heard a person at Barnes & Noble say, I'm not sure, ask this guy. They will actually go with you and find the answer that you're looking for. So Every interaction can be instilled with these core values. So the another one that I really like that we've talked about in our meeting last week when we were developing core values was Zappos. They have 10, so there's a whole bunch that we could mark off, but the ones that I like the most is deliver wow through service. That one's really important to that company. Um, another one is embrace and drive change, create fun and a little weirdness, and then pursue growth and learning. I really loved those. And again, there's six more. Um, and they're actually pretty famous. A lot of people base their core values off of the teachings that Zappos has put out when they developed their own. Um, but I found a resource that I will link to in the show notes of this live show um, by Ashlyn Carter. I love her. She's an amazing copywriter online, and she has an entire blog post about four steps to creating your core values. So again, I absolutely recommend you go read those steps, but she definitely makes sure that she, number one, you start with why. That's her first step. Why are you doing this business? It's not enough for you to say, well, I didn't want to go get a job at a bank. Well, I didn't really want to work retail anymore. 
well, I just needed to feed my family. Like, yeah, those are all probably reasons you started your business, but in a world where everyone's an entrepreneur, anyone can start a business at any time, and most people are, are seeing that opportunity, even if they're just doing it as a side hustle, a lot of people do what you do. I don't care what business you're in. I've actually met one client who was a, came in for a coaching session that literally had nobody else in her industry, but it's not going to be too long before someone else catches on to that need and comes in and tries to disrupt it and be a part of what you sell. So you have to always understand that you have to come at your audience, the people that are going to pay you money, a better reason than I just don't want to go work somewhere else. I just wanted to work for myself. Like, yes, that's a reason, like I said, but let's dig deeper. Let's figure out why you decided to do what you do. And if you can't, if you literally have no other reason, find something else. Find a business that you really love that lights you up because if you are going to come in with a message that's just mediocrity, it's not going to end well for you, most likely. So always start with your why. Why are you doing this? Dig really deep. Ask yourself questions. Think of situations that you might have been in in the past that really made you feel valued. Maybe you solved a problem for somebody that they really needed your help and you can kind of instill that need and that problem solving in your own messaging. If you don't like the idea of problem solving, then you can think about your own struggles, things that you've gone through in your life, things that you wish didn't happen or you wish were different or you wish were better. And that's the driver of why you do your business. It might be someone has an illness, someone has a struggle medically or physically in your family. Um, it could be a diagnosis of some sort and you decide to build a business that's going to help fund research for that. It has to be authentic. So whatever your why is, no matter what it is, please make sure it's super authentic and you're not jumping on like the charity train just because it's popular or because a lot of people do it and it, it seems to work for them. Tom's Shoes has done an amazing job building a business of buy one, give one. And there's been a lot of other businesses that have jumped on that same exact pattern. And it's not that it's not a good thing to give back, obviously, but only do it and make that a platform of your message if you really feel strongly and passionate about it. Um, so that was the first step. The second steps are brainstorm ideas and then flesh those ideas out. Really dig deep. So if you come up with these, I don't know, come up with like 10 different ideas, Go and do some more research about other companies that might share the same core values as you. Go do some Googling or Pinteresting and try to find other resources and maybe ways that you can incorporate catchy sayings or quote cards or whatever it is. Really go in and do the research and ask, like ask your audience. If you're a company that has already done business with custom customers or clients, then go and ask them, like, if you were to describe our company to somebody else, what would you say our values were? Like, what was your experience? Or, and if it wasn't great, like, what do you wish that experience was going to be? Um, I myself have always kind of shied away from testimonials and always shied away from getting feedback from clients. And it might be because internally I have this like fear of someone like not being super happy with what I did for them, but it's so much better to know. It's so much better to ask and get that feedback so you can make changes. So don't be afraid of having any kind of negative review because normally if people, if you go to them and you ask them for their feedback or testimonial, if they didn't have a good experience, they'll either just ignore you or just say they can't or won't respond. So don't be afraid to ask your people that you've already served what they would recommend that your core values be. Almost do like a poll. You can do polls online if you want. Um, and then come up with Ashlyn's suggestions or come up with no more than you can remember. And to be honest, I have my own for my company and I haven't memorized them yet, but I only have four 
um, and I'll share those with you in a minute. But I do want to share with you guys another client that I have. We sat down and created for the co-working space that I'm in. So Thrive Co-working is the space that I work out of. I'm the sales and growth director here as well. And we came up with the idea of being open, being welcoming, being committed, and being contributing. And I thought the way that we did this was absolutely genius. So this company runs on something called EOS. Um, I've linked to this book a million times, What the Heck is EOS? I recommend it to all the people that come into my visionary coaching. Um, it is a game changer. It really just systemizes your business and gives you a way to grow and scale in a very organized fashion. So we run off of that operating system for this company. And the first part of doing this operating system was putting your core values out there. So when we sat down to brainstorm these, how we did it was we thought of our favorite people in the space. Like if we wanted to duplicate four people that were in Thrive Coworking, who would they be? We picked our four people and then we just sat down and wrote adjectives about them. Everyone in the team, there was I think four or five of us, wrote down, okay, let's say Sharon was the person that we loved. What do we love about her? What is the best part when she comes in, how does she make everybody feel? How does she interact with people? And we did that with our favorite people that would come in all the time or our regulars or our best clients, whatever. You can do this with anything and just start noticing patterns. The more that people say the same words about all of the people, that's an indicator that that's important to your company. So it's not just about the owners. It's not just about what you think would be important. Start looking at your own clients and describing the patterns of what you see in them. I just thought that was a genius way to go about it instead of looking so internally. You're looking externally and kind of creating this perfect ideal human for your business by finding the similarities in the people that you love. So mine for Rosemary Watson Productions and now actually for this new business, just Rosemary Watson, my coaching and speaking and writing platform, the core values we have are we believe in happy work and life and building a business that allows you to live a life you love. So we do not believe that you have to give up everything to build a business that's successful. We feel like you should be able to have a business that supports having a happy life. We don't want you to miss your kids' games. We don't want you to feel trapped in your business. We don't want you to feel guilty when you don't work on Fridays in the summer. We want you to have the life that exactly how you want it, tailored exactly the way that your family is going to flourish, and then build a business that's going to facilitate that instead of the other way around. The second core value for us is we believe in building a community of people that you serve and creating change in the world to benefit them. So we are not interested in just finding maybe 10 high-level clients and only speaking to them. We believe in building a community because we believe that we're stronger together. I don't have all the answers, but I have friends that do. So I want to be able to have a network of people that at any time if someone's like, hey, do you know a great this? Do you know a great that? Do you know someone that specializes in this? Even something as simple as like, do you know a plumber? Like, do you know somewhere I can get great flowers? Do you know somewhere I want to be the person that connects dots for people and has great relationships with people outside of my industry and then also inside that we can all build a community built on trust. Um, we believe in diversifying your business and being multi-passionate. So for me, this was important because I am multi-passionate. I, I love doing all sorts of things. And I was able to build a business, this production company, off of saying yes, off of being able to do a lot of different things well, um, not being necessarily the expert in one thing, but being able to go to someone and say, we can solve this myriad of problems that you don't have to go find this person, this person, and this person, this person. You can come to us and we will help solve the problem. Even if we do have to bring on contractors or 
team members or new partners, we will help you solve this problem so you're not having to do it yourself. Um, so that was really important for me. And then also diversification just allows you to not have all your eggs in one basket. I experienced this, I think last year, I think it was last year, where we had a client that represented a big majority of our income as a company. That client left and we were stuck panicking and stressing out. And I knew I needed more help, but I didn't know how I was going to hire people because my cash flow wasn't coming in like I was used to. And it caused a big problem in our company. And so I didn't want to be in that position ever again. So diversification has been huge, making sure I have streams of income coming in in a lot of different ways. And I feel like women that are in service-based businesses could benefit from that as well. By not having all your eggs in one basket, you're able to give yourself a little bit of breathing room and then be able to take the time off that you want. Be able to show up for the things in your real life because you're not so stressed about dropping the ball on one project. You have a lot of things going and growing. And the last thing is we believe in building personal authentic brands. Now, this is not for everyone. I'm not going to say that every business has to have a personal brand or be a personal brand, but I do believe that consumers in general are getting smarter and they're more interested in the people behind a brand than they are about the brand itself. If they get to know you as a human being, if you're, the people that are going to pay you money get to know you and like you and they start to trust you and like to tune in and listen to what you say because you provide so much value all the time, they're just that more likely to buy from you. And at the end of the day, I mean, you could either choose not to be a personal brand and just have a company that has just a generic name or maybe it's a name that matters to you, that's fine, but there's nothing to lose. I don't think anything negative comes from being the face of a brand. I think people get to identify with you. They get to know you. They choose you based on your personality. And wouldn't you want to work with people that like you as a person? I don't think I want to do business with people that don't like me. I would rather those people find someone that they do like and get serviced by those people. So those are our core values. I was the only one that came up with those, but I did look at the people that I was working with consistently and said, okay, what, who are these people? What are they doing? What do they believe in? And I, it helped influence my own core values. So that's why we start here. That's my big suggestion. Um, that's what I teach the people that come into my coaching program. So I'm so excited to hear what your core values are. If you guys are having a hard time trying to come up with them, go ahead and click the link below that I'm going to add to Ashlyn Carter's blog post. And let me know if you guys have any other questions. And I would love for you to share with anyone that could get help from these morning shows. Talk to you guys tomorrow.